Welcome to Woke Nation Podcast, a podcast about self-improvement and awareness. Each episode is here to inspire, uplift, and help you evolve into a better version of yourself. I'm your host, Juice. Thank you for listening. Hey, welcome back to the Woke Nation podcast. I am your host, Juiced. Welcome back if you are returning back. If you are brand new here, welcome to the Woke Nation podcast. Let's jump right into it. Basically, this episode is going to be about the Black Lives Matter movement accepting money. Um, over $90 million in donation money. And no one knows where the money is, is going towards or what the money is being used for. Nobody knows. That's the big red flag or question mark. That everyone is having right now because it's super, super weird that they're not disclosing what the money is being used for. So um, just let you know, this is only for educational purposes. This episode in no way, shape or form am I here to bash or to talk or you know, belittle the Black Lives Matter movement, but only for educational purposes on what's going on exactly with the money that they receive from people. So. Um, I'm going to play audio from this YouTuber by the name of JT Pocket Watchers. If you go on YouTube in the search bar, put in Pocket Watchers. This guy has amazing content on his YouTube channel. Just to let you know, JT is an accountant. So he's going to share information in detail on why he thinks this is a scam operation of Black Lives Matter receiving money from people and not disclosing what the money's being used for. Again, JT Pockets Watchers on YouTube. Um, he is not sponsoring this episode whatsoever, but I, again, just enjoy the way he, he explains in detail as an accountant, why this may seem kind of sketchy, of them receiving $90 million and not disclosing where the money is going. That's crazy to me. So um, let's not waste some time. Um, of course, here's JT with the audio um, explaining in detail on what's going on in this matter. Let's go. Hey, Pocket Watchers. Welcome to Real Accountant Reacts. I'm Accountant Jason Thornton. I'm a financial advisor. I'm licensed both in tax and financial planning. And what I do, I react to different finance and business related videos online to help you think like an accountant. And today I'm actually reacting to a suggestion that many of you pocket watchers out there have requested. I am reacting to the whole Black Lives Matters donation controversy. All right. So starting out, a little background information. I want to make sure that we're clear. There is a major difference between Black Lives Matters as a anthem, as a movement, the people who are on the ground actually doing the work and Black Lives Matters Global Network Incorporated. That is an actual non-for-profit organization that has been collecting a lot in donations. It's been made to the public that over $90 million has been collected by this organization. And rightfully so, the community wants to know what is going on with this money. Where is this money going? They collected over $90 million where is the money 
going. So I'm gonna do the best I can to help you think like an accountant. So let's go pocket watch. Here we go. Okay, real quick. So the host is going to interview a woman or an activist for Black Lives Matter. Her name is Patrice. He's going to interview this woman on the situation with Black Lives Matter receiving $90 million in donation money. I want to pivot to the reason why uh, you're here. Uh, In the last few weeks, there have been stories that have become very prominent in the national media around you and particularly around uh, issues of spending, issues of income. Specifically, uh, there were two stories that came out that talked about uh, you purchasing homes. Uh, You reportedly purchased uh, four homes and were looking even at another home. Uh, I believe in the Bahamas, there were conversations about how you spend money. And the stories also had a lot of innuendo about the source, the relationship between your money and your spending and the the, and questions around BLM global movements uh, finances. So the first thing I want to do is talk about what's true that has been said and what has been untrue. I want to start. Thank you, Mark. Um, I want to just start by saying something that's really important for people to hear, and that's um, I have never taken a salary from the Black Lives Matter Global Network Foundation. And um, that's important because what the right-wing media is trying to say is the donations that people gave to Black Lives Matter went towards my spending. And that is categorically untrue and incredibly dangerous. All right, real quick, real quick, just as, you know, a note. Simply saying that you didn't receive money in the form of a salary does not technically mean you didn't get money from donations. Now, I'm not saying this is what happened in this situation. I'm just saying in general, as an accountant and I've done work for a lot of nonprofit organizations, I know the different ways that people who are a part of that organization pay themselves and they can pay themselves in a way that looks like it's off the book. So let's say you start up a nonprofit organization and you don't want to be seen as taking a salary from the organization. Well, there's a couple of things that you can do where you can hide the fact that you're actually getting money from the organization, right? Because a nonprofit is public you should be able to go to their tax filings and you can see who is on staff and if they got paid and how much money they got paid. So a way that you can kind of avoid that, I've seen people actually do this. What they would do is they would do services for the nonprofit under the guise of a 1099 contracted worker. Right. So let's say you have a nonprofit and the nonprofit specializes in feeding the homeless. Okay, what you could do is you can set up a separate for profit company. (laughs) You can set up a separate company and that company, the nonprofit would then hire that company to distribute the food. Right. They, you know, you hire this company, this company comes out, they pick up all the food, they hand the food out to the the people who are in need and you pay them a fee for their service. Well, since you are paying an independent contractor, technically, the person who owns it isn't on staff 
for the organization. And that's a way that you can kind of funnel money to a person and not have it on the books as salary. Now, I'm not saying that's something that she is doing. The point that I'm making is simply saying that you don't receive a salary from this nonprofit doesn't mean that you you never actually got any money. There's ways that you can play with the numbers where you can still get paid and not technically be on salary. So that's not saying much to simply say you weren't on salary. So you haven't taken a salary. Um, so your income that you use to make whatever purchases you've made have come from outside income. You, you've mentioned on your IG and other people have talked about uh, speeches, uh, studio deals, uh, book deals for your book when they call you a terrorist. Your income has not come from working directly with VLM, uh, uh, GM. That's correct. Yeah, I'm, I'm a college professor, first of all. Um, I also am a TV producer and I have had two book deals. Uh, my first book that came out was a New York Times bestseller. Uh, and uh, I also um, have had a YouTube deal. And so, so much of my, all of my income comes directly from the work that I do. But I also want to say something. Hold on, real quick, real quick. That, another point, simply saying that is not enough information to say that she makes money from her other deals she's not really relating that because potentially i'm not saying it's what happened in this case because i don't know but simply just being an accountant and know how money works she could be using the platform the celebrity ish type of status that she has with this organization that is the clout that is getting her the book deals. That's the clout that's getting her the, the speech deals, right? When someone's inviting her to come speak, I bet when they bring her up and they read off her bio, one of the main things that they probably talk about in that bio is the fact that she is a co-founder of the Black Lives Matters Global Network Incorporated. So you can't say that the success that you're having in your private career has nothing to do with the work that you're doing with this organization. They're most likely tied. So you can't really say that you're not technically making money off the movement. In a, in a sense, you are because of the platform that the movement is giving you. That is what is bringing in these other opportunities where you're getting book deals, where you're getting TV deals, where you're getting booked for speaking engagements. That's a part of the fact that you were in the movement. So I just I, I want to be clear. I'm trying to help you think like an accountant. The words that she's using are extremely vague to me because the way I look at it. Well, if someone's inviting you to speak, if someone's asking for a book deal, and if they mention the fact that, hey, she is a co-founder of the Black Lives Matters Global Network Foundation, it is related. You are, in a sense, making money off the work that you've done in the movement, even if you're not technically taking a paycheck from the organization. So let's see what else you got to say. Um, Mark, that feels really important. Um, organizers should get paid for the work that they do. They should get paid a living wage. Um, and the fact that the right-wing media is trying to um, create hysteria around 
um, my spending is uh, frankly racist and sexist. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know about that. Uh, activists, people who dedicate their lives to social work and activism, I do believe that they deserve to be able to survive. But I don't believe that they deserve to make bank, right? They're like They shouldn't be profiting to the point where they are living a lavish lifestyle based off the work that they do because if they're if they're getting paid so much how much money is actually going towards the movement right i mean people complain all the time about pastors who make a lot of money i'm talking about multi-millionaire church leaders the same type of anger and controversy that someone would have for a pastor that gets paid multiple of millions of dollars to preach in a community that is basically in poverty. It's the same mindset for activists who are getting paid money to live a lavish lifestyle. But yet the whole concept and focus point of what the movement that they should be advocating for are helping people in poverty. So, no, to me, that's a contradiction. I'm personally, I'm not going to give to any organization that the activists working in the organization are getting paid a salary that is more than their cost of living. Right. If they get to the point where it's enough, where they are living extremely comfortable, like they are some sort of executive and some big corporation. That I have an issue with. What happened to actually volunteering your time? I mean, in the in the old days, when you were an activist, you lived in an extremely humble type of way. I mean, you lived off the charity of others or you were someone who was extremely successful in regular life, in the regular business world. And then you dedicated a good portion of the money that you made separate from activism to the work of activism. No one should be getting rich off activism. And that's a personal statement. I, I don't believe anyone should be getting rich off activism, period. I'm going to tell you right now, I've never sent Black Lives Matter organization a penny. I've known about this information for a very long time, and I'm talking years of them basically receiving donation money and not knowing exactly where this money is going towards. But here are their activists, their so-called activists or co-founder of this movement, getting rich, buying mansions, book deals, YouTube deals, while people are basically looking for truth. They're getting rich. Very sketchy stuff. And I'm so happy I never sent them a penny, but it's refreshing to hear someone like JT pocket watching um, basically saying the same thing that I'm saying, but as an accountant, it's just refreshing to hear his take on this situation. It is really, really awesome. But my question to you is, have you ever donated money to Black Lives Matter? And um, also, I want to name that many of us who end up uh, investing in homes in the Black community often invest in homes to take care of their families. 
So um, homes uh, that I bought directly support the people that I love and that I care about. <laughs> um, I'm not um, uh, I'm not renting them out in some Airbnb operation. Uh, and you could speak to so many other Black people and Black women, particularly that take care of their families, uh, take care of their loved ones, especially when they're in a position to. That's an, that's an important point because, again, when we look at the New York Post cover, uh, the first thing they say is that you went on a, a spending binge, right, which is itself a kind of coded language. They say that you have that's these right. homes in California, there's a home in Atlanta, and that you were considering a home in a neighborhood where Tiger Woods uh, was looking or some other famous celebrity. So if I'm understanding you correctly, you're saying the four homes are true. It's true that you have those homes, but but you're using them to support other family and people you care about. That's exactly right. And I just want to make it really clear. I haven't been to the Bahamas since I was 15 years old on a, a dance trip when I danced on the big red boat. So I don't know where that lie came from. You, you There's also a question because you're right. The right wing media has made certain critiques of you uh, that you're spending and you're buying. And there's an argument to be made that this is absolutely about misogynoir. They're, they're, they don't want black women to have anything. There's also a critique, though, from the left that would say, um, if you are a trained Marxist, if we're talking about a certain kind of radical politic, that extravagant homes of any sort or multiple properties of any sort is itself contradictory to the ideology that you hold. So it's not about having money per se, but that it's about, uh, or about property per se, but it's about there being a potential contradiction between your expressed politics and your lived practice. Right. Sure. And I think that is a critique that is um, wanting. And I say that because um, the... The, the way that I live my life is a direct support to black people, including my black family members. Uh, well, see that part, it, it, it doesn't make sense, right? If, if you're collecting multiple of millions of dollars that's supposed to go towards the movement, and at the same time, you're spending multiples of millions of dollars a part of your personal wealth, the question is, okay, where are you getting the money from, right? Were you this wealthy before you were in the movement or were you, your 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 uh, stature and your level was increased after the movement? Are you profiting personally from the movement? That's, that's where the question should be, but she's not really giving clear answers of what is going on with the money. First and foremost, and uh, for so many black folks, who are able to invest um, in themselves and their community, they choose to invest in their family. And that's what I've chosen to do. Um, I have a child, I have a brother that has severe mental illness that I take care of. Um, I support my mother um, and I support many other family members of mine. And so I see um, uh, my money as not my own. I see it as um, my family's money as well. And I want to also speak to um, Black Lives Matter and the money that we didn't necessarily raise, uh, money that was given to us last summer. Um, Mark, the minute we started to receive funding, I looked at my team and I said, we have to get these dollars out the door. Now that Black Lives Matter, Matter has money, we have to be a grant-making body as well as an, a think tank, act, act tank, and an amplifier. And so... Um, so much of the work that uh, 
BLM specifically has done has been reinvesting into Black communities. We launched a survival fund where we uh, gave nearly $3 million to a thousand Black folks across the country. All right, so let's 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 do the math. They got 90 million. And she's talking about a program where they gave away 3 million. <laughs> something, something ain't adding up. So pocket watchers, I, I did my best to do some, some research on this organization to see where the money's going. Because this is supposed to be a not-for-profit organization, right? If we go to their website, you know, you would see that this is, you know, it, it that right here, you can see donate, right? They're, they're, they're saying, <laughs> that's what I don't get. She's trying to make it seem like we didn't raise this money. But right here on your own website, you're asking for donations. So don't make it sound as if you're not trying to raise money, like the money just fell into your lap. You are actively trying to raise this money. Is right here, big purple button donation. So I was trying to find more information about where the money is going. And I actually went to the IRS website. I went to the IRS website to try to pull the information and come to find out this organization is not a not-for-profit 501c3 on the IRS's website. So it's not a uh, tax exempt organization on the federal level. So let me try to explain what goes on here. Before you can go to the IRS and request for a not for profit status of 501c3, you first have to form a organization on the state level. So I looked for their organization on the state level. And I was able to find their filing online in the state of Delaware. So the organization is organized in the state of Delaware. We can see that it was formally incorporated on October 16th, 2017. So we're talking about a few years ago. We're in 2021. This is October the uh, 16th. 2017. So this is a few years ago. So why has this organization that has raised multiples of millions of dollars over its existence? Why is it still not a, a non for profit on the federal level? What are they doing? So I had to do more research. So I, I just want to go out and pocket watches. Hey, I actually had to do a lot of work to dig up this information because they did not make it easy on me to find this information. And I'm an accountant. I do this every day. And it was extremely hard for me to try to find some financials on this organization. They don't make it easy. And to me, that is a huge red flag. If a not-for-profit that is asking you for donations, as you see, when you first go to their website, it's right here. They're asking for donations. So it's not as if they're just an uh, organizations that's out here doing work. And if you happen to give them money, they're happy. They are asking for donations actively. And if that organization doesn't make it easy for you to find out what's going on, that's a red flag. So what did I find out? So 
this organization actually had to or chose to partner with a bigger organization that is a 501c3. So a little bit of background. This is going to be extremely long. All right. So if you are a small organization and you do not have the resources yet to facilitate a full fledged non for profit organization, what you could do, you can partner with a bigger organization and utilize their tools. You can utilize their organization and you can fall under the umbrella of their 501c3 nonprofit status. So what this organization did, they partnered with an organization called Thousands Currents, right? Thousand Currents. This is the not-for-profit 501c3 that the Black Lives Matters Global Network Movement, whatever, very long name, this is the organizations that they partnered with. So I had to go to this organization, the parent organization that they work with, and look at the finances for this organization to try to track down the numbers for the Black Lives Matters organization. So digging through their numbers, I come up with an audit that happened uh, recently for 2019. So this is the most recent numbers for uh, the parent organization. Remember, because Black Lives Matters is not a 501c3, they do not have a filing requirement on the federal level, right? They don't have any requirements to publish their uh, finances to the world, but the parent organization does. But the information that I was able to find is extremely limited. The only information that they have in here about Black Lives Matters is coming up here. They can show us how much money was uh, that they have and how much money that they released based on Black Lives Matters. So it's extremely limited information. Hopefully you can see it. I try to blow it up here for you. We can see that for, you know, at June 30th, 2019, this is the total amount of assets that the parent organization was holding on for Black Lives Matters. And we can see $3,354,654. So that's how much money Black Lives Matter had back in June of 2019. It doesn't really tell us where the money came from. Technically, it just shows us how much money the parent organization had and they were holding for Black Lives Matters. Now, the only other information it shows is how much money was released, how much money that was spent on behalf of Black Lives Matters during that time. And they had one million seven hundred ninety nine thousand one hundred and sixty five dollars was released. But it show it doesn't show you where the money went, who it went to. They don't have that detailed information. The only information that they're going to give you is how much money they had at a certain point in time, which was three million three hundred fifty four thousand six hundred and fifty four dollars. And it shows how much money that they release 
on behalf of that organization, money that went out on behalf of the organization, which was one million seven hundred ninety nine thousand one hundred and sixty five dollars. So pocket watches. I cannot say if this organization is a scam or if this organization is 100 percent legit. What I can say is that this organization has the free will to publish this information whenever they want. No one's telling this organization because they're not a 501c3, they cannot publish this information. So it's a huge red flag to me as an accountant that they chose not to publish the detailed information about how much money came in, how much money went out, where the money went. That's a huge red flag. So I personally would never donate to an organization that has chose not to be completely upfront, not to be completely transparent about where the money came from and where the money is going. So that's that's one. Then there is another organization that a lot of you out there, a lot of pocket watches asked me to look into that is dealing with the Black Lives Matters movement. And that is Until Freedom. So Until Freedom right here. This is the crew. You got Tamika Mallory. You got my son and, you know, two other people that there you got uh, Angelo and Linda Here's their bios here. This is Until Freedom. So Until Freedom has also come to the attention of a lot of people. They want to know what is going on with the money that they've been receiving. Now, they did not get the $90 million, but they are extremely active in the Black Lives Matters movement. We see them all over social media. They go all over the country. They were extremely uh, uh, visible in the Breonna Taylor situation in Kentucky. So the question is, what's going on? We recently seen Tamika Mallory on uh, the Grammys, and we also seen her in a Cadillac commercial. So what's going on with the money? Once again, um, Until Freedom is another organization that has made it extremely hard to find out where the money is going. Remember, they do not have to make it this hard. They can choose on their own to publish the information. They can make a link on their website and they can show all the financial information. They chose not to do that. So the pocket watch had to go to the IRS website to look up their information. Well, Until Freedom is a not-for-profit organization with the IRS. The Black Lives Matters movement organization is not, but Until Freedom is. So I said, okay, let's take a look at their financials. Apparently, Until Freedom has chose to classify themselves as a small organization. So let me try to put it in normal terms. When you are a very small not-for-profit organization, the IRS has very limited rules on what you have to publish as far as what your uh, financials are. And when you're an extremely small organization and you uh, collect less than $50,000 a year and you expect 
to collect less than $50,000 a year moving forward, you can elect to file what's referred to as a 990E postcard. A very, very simple uh, filing that simply states, one, you, you exist. Two, the contact information uh, for the organization. And three, you are basically self-certifying that the organization uh, grossed less than $50,000. Okay, so that's basically what they did. But to me, as an accountant, it's 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 a little weird because this is a national organization. And yet maybe they didn't gross more than fifty thousand dollars the very first year they existed. But this is a national organization. They know very well that they're not going to average less than fifty thousand dollars a year moving forward. They should have filed the long form. 990. They should have filed the long form 991 because they're not going to stay a small organization. In 2019, they might have just got started because it's the very first filing of the organization. So, okay, just because that was your first year and you did less than $50,000, you know that you are a very big presence in the country and what you do. You know you're not going to average less than $50,000. So, why not just show us? all the information. So I guess we have to wait till next year or later this year to see their 2020 filing because I've seen donations where one organization gave $25,000 to uh, Until Freedom. So there's no way that they're going to be able to claim that they made less than $50,000 in donations for 2020. There's, There's almost no way that they can claim that. So If we take a look at it, the two organizations that we've gone over today, honestly, are they scams? Are they legit? I can't really give you a straight answer on if it's a scam or if it's legit. But pocket watches, trust me, these organizations are 100 percent free to give us all the information, give us all the financials. And they chose not to. And to me, that's a red flag. And that was JT from the Pocket Watchers. Once again, JT is not sponsoring this episode, but the brother is on YouTube. Just go on YouTube, search bar, put in Pocket Watchers. JT, he should pop right up. The dude has amazing content on his channel. I mean, stuff that you need to know, but it's coming from from a real accountant. And it's just so awesome that he's putting out this information and this truth to help, you know, us all as a people. So we won't get scammed out here from organizations or people or whatnot. He has amazing content. I think you should definitely go check it out. Um, once again, Pocket Watchers, JT, thank you so much for sharing your knowledge in this situation with Black Lives Matter. It was awesome. So, yes, thank you so much for listening. My name is Juice. I'm your host. You be safe out there. I'll be back with more content. Make sure you follow us on this podcast or Spotify. If you would like to donate, that's also acceptable. That's also accepted. Excuse me. Um, there's information on where you can donate to this podcast that will help us out tremendously. And once again, you be safe out there. Question everything, question everything, even me, even this, this podcast or this episode, do your own investigation, see it for yourself. Do not take anyone's opinion and become, it become your truth or your reality. See it for yourself, do your own investigation for everything in life, in all fields, medical, finances, education, I don't care. Do your own research. Much love to you. You be safe out there. 
Thank you so very much for listening. Peace out.